How do you capture a legend? Sandra Dearborn had rehearsed and varied her opening speech over and over as the skimmer flew across the opening expanse of the southern Indian Ocean. I have a question. I have a difficult problem. I would like to show you something. She was arriving unannounced, without invitation. From everything that she had heard, the first minute would be crucial. Excite his interest and curiosity, and there was no end to his time and patience. Fail that first minute, and there would be no second chance. The water below the speeding skimmer was glassy calm, dark and gleaming in the April sunlight, like oiled fabric. At a height of ten meters, and a speed of three hundred knots, Sandra felt no sense of motion. Her destination lay in the most remote part of the emptiest ocean on Earth. The nearest sea city was 500 kilometers to the north. All she saw, ahead or behind, was the unvarying horizon. The operation and navigation of the solo skimmer was wholly automatic. Sandra was left with nothing to do but brood on her options. Show him! That had to be the answer. Words could fail. They could be badly delivered or misunderstood. But once he had seen it... Sandra looked behind her and down to the fine meshed cage in the bottom of the hold. She could see movement within, a slow twisting of metal chains. When she listened hard, she fancied a rustling of rough skin against the grill. It could not escape. All the same, she was constantly aware of its presence just a few feet behind her. We will be arriving in two minutes. The skimmer was merely providing its regular status update, but it was almost as though it had sensed Sandra's desire for the journey to end. Wolf Island now lies directly ahead. Less than twenty kilometers. But the island was small, a low one-kilometer circular pinprick in the waste of open ocean. Sandra found herself seeking it anyway, at the same time as she told herself that it was too soon. Wolf Island. It had seemed a self-indulgent and even arrogant name when she first heard it. Only later did she discover that Beirut's wolf had not named the island after himself. Rather, in a quixotic gesture he had upon his retirement sought out an uninhabited island that had carried his name for four hundred years, since it was first discovered by the mad explorer, deemed mad in an age of madness, Captain Guido Wolf. No relation to Beirut's wolf, so far as Sandra could tell, or indeed to her, Sandra Wolf Dearborn. But there at least the island was visible, a flattened, lopsided pyramid of green and black appearing against the metallic blue of sky and sea. As they came closer and descended to surface travel mode, the skimmer changed course, circling the green shoreline to make its final approach to a narrow spit of black rock that formed Wolf Island's southern tip. The only dock was there, with inland from it a small beach of white sand. A set of steps in the rock led upward from the beach, ascending to a house whose brown rooftop was just visible from sea level. Sandra took a deep breath as the skimmer completed its arrival and halted at the jetty. The moment of truth was almost here. She stepped down into the hold and lifted the cage by its metal handles. It was heavy, at least twenty kilos, but she tried to hold it away from her body, wrinkling her nose at the musky smell that came from inside. She heard a hiss of surprise or anger.
She struggled across the beach and up the stairs, with eyes averted, sand and bare rock, hot beneath her sandaled feet. The house she came to was a mixture of solid strength and openness. It could take advantage of balmy days of summer breezes or close itself tight against the gales that scoured land and sea at latitude, thirty degrees south. Sandra approached the front of the house and set down her burden. The sliding door was slightly open. She went to it, pushed the tinted glass wide enough to put her head through, and found she was looking into an empty room. It was sparsely furnished by someone, Sandra decided, who valued possessions for their utility and worried not at all about appearances. Hello, Mr. Wolf. Is anyone home? The room's high wooden ceiling echoed her voice.